Yes, come in. My office is open. And listen to Adam Air, MDGD. Get out of the way. Underground parking fair. Should have got out of the way, Spot. Yeah. Alright, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking pilot episode of The Lost Files of Adam Air MDGD. Basically, I'll give you the lowdown. What the format is, is I yank 23 shows. I fucking scrapped two of them to the fucking ground and destroyed them. The other 21 are right here, baby. They make me uncomfortable as shit. <laughs> and it fucking sucks. But, uh, I decided to go ahead and use them. Well, why? Because they're still good, and they're interesting, and whatever. You know, I, uh, <laughs> this episode pertains to Twin Peaks. I have this fucking dream about Laura Palmer being real. You'll hear it all on this fucking thing. I ended up talking my uh, mortician buddy into taking me to Twin Peaks. He was not really believing it. And C2 was still on the show at this point. Oh man. So I finally, uh, he was against it. And tried to talk me out of it. Didn't think I was fuck. just thought I was fucking with things and making me too paranoid. I got some audio, some is scrapped. But the dream I had was about there being a real power source in between Mount Psy, uh, Big Psy and Little Psy, which is what the real name of, of the Twin Peaks are, man, you know? And I have this philosophy about David Lynch and Mark Frost knowing about, damn well knowing the Black Lodge is real. I did find it. On this, I disappear. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I ended up coming out of the Black Lodge, but I ended up fucking coming out of the other side of uh, the Black Lodge or something. I ended up in uh, somewhere in Southern Illinois. <laughs> so I said, fuck it, I'll just stay here. So I went ahead and got a house and a uh, and a bicycle, and I'm just gonna stay along the Mississippi River for a few years, I think. And over that period of time, I'm gonna release these episodes. You're gonna hear how I lost my co-host because of it, a sample. C2, rest in peace. And, uh, you know, that's about all I can do is give you what I got on the recording, as bizarre as it is. So welcome to the pilot episode, and uh, smoke the fuck up, Jackson, because you know this one's going to be a fucking clencher, motherfucker. We're right back. We'll be right back. Tonight, an ABC premiere presentation. She's dead. 
wrapped in plastic. Look, you guys, please, what did I do? What's going on? Entering the town of Twin Peaks. FBI, right. Something troubling you, Bobby, you want to tell us about it? Oh, God. You think I killed her? There it is. Oh, my God, here it is. Twin Peaks. Next. Sheriff, we got a lot to talk about. I must have been dreaming. It was we were all on Saturday. Andy, you were there. The long lady was there. The man from another place was there, too. Saturday. That is a bad dream. Twin Peaks is back on Thursday nights. Diane, Thursday nights. There's no place like home. Coming Sunday, April 8th. She's dead. Wrapped in plastic. 11.30 a.m., February 24th. Entering the town of Twin Peaks. The Los Angeles Times says Twin Peaks is certainly like nothing else on television. The W.C. Fields would say it'd rather be here than Philadelphia. The Washington Post calls it unprecedented. This, you gotta see. Bobby, did you kill Laura Palmer? Sunday, April 8th, from David Lynch, Twin Peaks. We now return. <laughs> well, you know I like to edit shit, and I like to put on a good show. So I went ahead and put the music on, and this one's a doozy. And you know, if you go back to last season, at the end of it, I uh, did the uh, the best friends are Twin Peaks fiends, or whatever. The best fiends are Twin Twin Peaks friends, or whatever it's called. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Anyway, dude, it's a good show with Andy Glass. I had one of these dreams, guys. I had one of these dreams. And, uh, I know it's, it's kind of fucked up, man, because it's going to sound heavy. I got a load of fucking bong hit. I just fucking woke up, man. I'm fucking wired. The dream was so clear. And I know I'm, I know I'm pretty messed up and I know I have a lot of crazier shit. But this one, dude, and this was the music that was playing behind it. That's why I chose it out of all of Angelo Bedellamenti's music. This one fits the best. I'll cut through the shit. For those who don't know, the original Double R Diner was burnt down. And, uh, when it was burnt down, it was double R. And uh, it was bought by this guy named Tweed. Let me tell you what the fuck. Hold on. Alright, it was bought by this guy named Tweed. And here's a story. A fire gutted... Wait. 
The restaurant was sold in 1998. It was the Double R Diner until 98 when it was sold to Kyle Tweed who renamed it Tweed's Cafe. A fire, this is Wikipedia, a fire gutted Tweed's Cafe in July 2000 and was the result of arson. News of the incident described the perpetrators as burglars who had set cafe ablaze to cover up their theft of $450. In an interview from May 2015, Kyle Tweed described the arsonists as kids who had broken into the cafe to mess around and drink wine coolers and varying they would get in trouble chose to set the place on fire. The interior was destroyed while the exterior neon sign and the structure remained. Tweed's Cafe reopened in 2001 with a new interior that looked nothing like the Double R Diner. Sort of fuck we are here. Okay, now check this out. It gets deeper because you know, they went back in they re-put it as the original Double R. Now, why is the story relevant? Because in my dream or vision I just fucking had, I had a dream that these kids were actually visited by a real Laura Palmer. Now, dude, I know Laura Palmer's based off some shit. I get it. But here's the thing. So's the Black Lodge and the White Lodge. I have this dream and I wake up and it's May 21st. Well, what's the significance of the 21st? This is the fourth anniversary of Twin Peaks The Return. And I have a Twin Peaks dream for the first time. And it's about Laura Palmer telling these kids to go and break into this place. How did she do that if she's not real? And on one end, it just sounds like that's normal America. Fucking kids breaking into this place. Da-da-da-da. But according to what I saw, they were sent. They were sent. And by a fictional character. According to Wikipedia, the Black Lodge and the White Lodge are supposed to be fucking fictional too, dude. Well, if that's the case, how come the Nez Pierce Reservation Native American tribes in that area have been talking about the White Lodge for hundreds of years? The things that Deputy Hawk share with Dale Cooper, it's based on reality, man. That's real shit. Wyndham Earl does it again, talking to Leo about uh, Dugpas and Kali worshippers. These are all things I think they are enticed with that have a level of mysticism. And on a fictional end, you can see how David Lynch and Mark Frost and whatever other parts of mechanical parts, maybe Twin Perfect's right, you know, who knows, that Twin Perfect motherfucker, right? I don't know. But if it is true, you know, uh, 
there's this part where it doesn't matter because the White Lodge and the Black Lodge are actually real places. And outside of Twin Perfect's explanation of what Twin Peaks is, that's fine. But the incorporation of these elements were actually used by Frost and Lynch. I think they knew that that was a significant power source right there. Right there in Big Sigh and Little Sigh in those mountains. And I'm convinced by now that that fucking power is real. And if I'm correct, and with a couple of tools that C2 sent to me, I don't think he realized I was going to go hunting for an actual Black Lodge. But it is there. Like I say, you know, uh, I'm going to find this motherfucker. I'm going to record it. I'm going to record it on the Blood Moon. It's the 21st right now. I'm heading to Twin Peaks today. I'm going to send some photos on Instagram of me drinking coffee. But I'm going to stay here for a week with my buddy who's got a week off from work. And I told him I'm going to find this place. He doesn't believe me. He thinks, ah, whatever, I'll, I'm just, hey, if you believe it, buddy, that's cool. He's got that attitude with me, right? And I love the guy, and I can understand even... But I'll tell you this, shit's fucking real. It's fucking real to me. And I'm going to fucking find it. And I'm not leaving until I find it. And I believe, according to what I saw, that the reason I saw Laura Palmer's fictional stand-in as the Black Lodge is referred to as a fictional place, it's not. And it's in that area. It's right there. I know it is. And I've been trying to focus on my show. And I've been trying to, like, you know, do other things around CPTSD. But I gotta let you know. And you can go back. I already told you. I opened up one portal. I'm in the middle of one portal. I'm gonna access this shit. And I'm gonna use it to control anger around me and subside people's anger and take it away from them I know I can do it Wyndham Earl wasn't so far off on his lines Project Blue Book all this shit you know that shit's real hate to tell you but the military for years has been all over that fucking area and according to the knowledge that I have Agent Cooper is actually Colonel Cooper, who is part Major Briggs, part Colonel, or uh, Colonel Major, whatever, Major Garland Briggs, and half Cooper, okay? But he's really one guy, because he reveals the secret to David Lynch, after being in the military, about a project called... Little Orphan Annie. Project Annie. Why is it called Project Annie? Because kids are in danger of a virus that's going to be coming up in the next 20 years. Oh, well. Doesn't that sound familiar? 
Doesn't that sound fucking familiar? And then the re return comes out. And then the virus comes out. What's Judy for real? I think it's right there in Big Sai and Little Sai in those mountains, in that mountain set. And I think Mark Frost and David Lynch damn well knew it. They're very well studied. They know that whole area. C2. I've been talking to C2 about it. I didn't want him on the beginning of this. He doesn't even know I record this shit. But I'll tell you what, dude. He's been, like, trying to get me to not go. Doesn't think I should fuck with it. Slim doesn't really care. Just thinks, oh, it's therapeutic for me to go. Because it doesn't exist at all. Both of these guys are whatever. I can't even tell other friends because I've been so angry at everybody. They've been such fucking dicks to me. And somebody was a dick to me the night before, you know, about the Matt Pike shit. Matt Pike from the band Sleep and High on Fire. I want to release this episode about rock stars that fucked me over. Because I love Nick Blinko singing that rudimentary peace song. You must realize that rock stars always seem to lie so much. Well, he's not wrong. They are fucking liars. And people that suck their fucking proverbial nuts and their little fans and all this shit, they can fuck off too. We'll be right fucking back. Cooper's got himself a hobby. But for every chess piece he loses, his loony ex-partner's gonna kill a real-life person. That man, he's very dangerous. Now, whatever happened to Archie More next on Twin Peaks. We now return. I'm going to fuck this motherfucker over. And everybody else that fucked me around in the last fucking 23 years since I found out that my dad's a fucking child rapist. Another element from Twin Beaks. And now you got these two dopey kids setting fire to the double R. Fire walk with me, huh? Fire walk with me. been 20 years I'm gonna go there I'm gonna access this energy on the blood moon it's the closest the blood moon will be orbiting and I promise you this Adam Air MD GED needs a new pair of shoes and I'm gonna get them I know this motherfucker's real. I'm going to record it. I know it's not this place that is on the show. I know it's not that. I know it's something else. And I think that in the return, they show you a lot closer to what it's like. But I don't even think it's like that either. But we're going to find out. Let's go to Twin Peaks.
that dream was weird. I had totally forgotten that the double R had burnt down. I do believe that the Black Lodge is a real place, without too, sounding too obsessive. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. I don't know if my doppelganger's in there or not or anything like that. <sighs> Laura Palmer clearly coming to these kids in a vision or some shit. And it kind of encouraged them. And they broke into this place and got drunk, <laughs> partied, stole some money. <laughs> I don't know. I've been obsessed with Twin Peaks for a long time. Especially Wyndham Merle. I always thought there was something so corny about the whole thing, you know. But at the same time, it felt so real. <laughs> I don't know how they did that. I guess it got to everybody. Some people disliked it for whatever reason. I wonder how many other guys like me, people, men and women, whoever they were, feel like me and simply just need to find this place because it's real, right? I'm going to find it. I already talked to Slim. He's got this time coming up. I thought it was interesting that I had the vision the night before the anniversary of Twin Peaks The Return. Such a deep, deep show. <laughs> I remember that last moment after finally watching the final moment without giving any spoilers away. But I remember that feeling, feeling like my girlfriend had left. <laughs> Thanks, David Lynch. <laughs> my girlfriend just left me. That's what I felt like, the final moment of Twin Peaks. The moment the door closes, the moment she walks out of your life forever. <laughs> it was kind of like that. It was. I've always had an interest in the uh, finding this other place. And I like the way they use the uh, high school principal character guy as this dude who's a nerd. <laughs> and truly the woman who he was with had to have been a nerd. And both of them lost their heads. With the major looking for... Uh, this place that really does exist in real life I already believe there's a stargate in Iraq and that's why people are there the government surrounding this place so it doesn't like surprise me after hearing about C2 uh, battling a Wendigo and me meeting a skinwalker and the ghost of Robin Williams having a dream about meeting the Dalai Lama. This shit seems to follow right 
white and suit. I'm going to record this shit. And you're going to be with me. So let's go. The sound of the waterfall. Snoqualmie Falls. That is the waterfall, the waterfall. With the Great Northern Motel, Snoqualmie Falls Lodge, which costs 480 fucking bucks to fucking stay in a night if you really want the Twin Peaks experience. Even though they didn't even film the interiors there, it's still the exterior. And that still is the real waterfall. Well, for obvious reasons, you know I'm a Twin Peaks fucking fan. I came out here with Slim Evil Eye. And I wanted him to see it. We needed the break. We've been working on a pilot for Adult Swim and all this other shit. But... I also came out for my own... Ammo! Modus operandi! <laughs> and I am going to find a PowerPoint to this place that is the Black Lodge. The White Lodge was not just created as a fictional place. This is a place that Nez Pierce Native American talked about for hundreds of years before it became some fictional shit on the TV show. C2 is going to join us today while we're eating at the actual Double R Diner. And, uh, it should be nice. And then I'm gonna go look for this fucking place. Because I'm pretty sure David Lynch and Mark Frost knew that it was real. I'm pretty sure you, they knew it was real. And I'm pretty sure that it is real. And I think it's just like Wyndham Merle says. It's a place that can be utilized as a power. C2 thinks I'm just playing a, kind of a virtual reality game. I don't know what he called it, an ARG, an alternate reality game. Well, it's not a fucking game, even though he thinks it is. I'm just going to let him think that it is an ARG. You guys can think whatever the fuck you want, but you know me. You know, I'm fucking serious. I'm going to find this fucking thing. Slim's okay with it. It's one of my oldest friends, man. He knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. It is nice to see this. This place. That's been a part of half my life now. Mainly through television. I finally got to watch uh, Twin Peaks... Season 1, 2, and finally back-to-back -back with Season 3. It's amazing how well they connect together. I can't even believe it. Still a few people out here today. I'll take a few photos. But tonight, during the blood moon, I'm going to find the Black Lodge. It is May 26th. 
2021. Something like that. All right. Take a last little listen to the the sound dreams are made of. And with some help from our uh, guy C2, we're going to pinpoint and enter the Black Lodge tonight. I promise you that. All right, we're at the Double R Diner. <laughs> C2's been warning me against doing this thing, but you know. Isn't that right, C2? Well, I don't know. I just don't think it's wise to poke into that mythology. Well, it is a mythology. Okay, hold on. Give me a, give me a second. I'm at the Double R Diner, and I got C2 on the horn. I'm about to walk into the restaurant. While I'm doing the show, I thought that was a unique way to do it. Hold on. How's it going? Thank you. Oh man, it looks just like the TV show, dude. You'd love it. Yeah, it's pretty great. All right, C2, we're sat down. Thanks for joining us today at the Double R Diner in Twin Peaks. How you feel about that? You're being transmitted right here. Well, I'm kind of jealous. I mean, seeing all the shows, it's kind of be nice to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were here, man, because of what I'm getting ready to do next week at the during the Blood Moon. I still think it's... Well, you know, I'm going to call you that night when I go out. And, uh, I hear you. I know you're, you're worried about me. You care about me. Oh, yeah. I mean, also, it's just, there's so much consensus, reality, belief, and weirdness in that area from the show and just older history there. Feels like you're poking a hornet's nest. I know. I know it. But uh, I do feel like, um, I guess my only concern was I already opened one portal. And I feel like I'll have the power. Maybe this is part of the portal. I'm a little confused. But that, that dream I had about Laura Palmer that I was telling you about, about her being real and about her... Sending those kids here to set the fire to the original diner here, where I actually am drinking some damn good coffee, by the way. Oh, the fucking coffee is good here, man. I think they upped the ante. I've been here before, and the coffee wasn't this good, dude. I think they fucking are using that David Lynch coffee. You ever heard of that shit? No, I haven't actually. Yeah, David Lynch has his own coffee. They probably just fucking serve it here. He's, you know that guy's got taste, man. He knows a good fucking coffee. And you know he... Coffee, I just see a racer head all the time. 
Well, you know how you know he's got a good coffee. It's because he's he, he can make it visually look like it's good coffee. So you know he really knows what good coffee is. That's how you know. <laughs> he understands. He understands the coffee drinker. Motherfuckers who need the grinds. So, you know, whatever I'm fucking saying. He knows fucking good coffee. Uh, would be funny if he named it after his movies. I'm drinking a dark roast rust highway blend. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was just worried about the whole thing because I didn't want to go into the lodge, you know, <laughs> prematurely or... I know it's not a real Black Lodge, dude, you know, I know that, but I think that it is this place, and that's what they coined it originally, were these lodges, and why would they call it a lodge, man? Well, probably that's because what they had for a consensus reality, you know, a lodge was a house, a dwelling, a place, uh, where you existed, so... Makes sense, you know, like we say the moon is this house, this planet is this house, you know, lodge is pretty much the same word. Do you think that I'm just going too far having the portal open and already and then dealing with this? Or don't you think I can put it together, they're like pieces? Why else would I have that fucking weirdo dream about Laura Palmer? I don't know. I'm more worried about you finding some thin place in reality that might not be compatible for human life or might be dangerous or just something. Well, like I said, it is, this is the, the fourth anniversary of Twin Peaks to return. And I had a dream about a real Lord Palmer involved in a real case that happened in real life here. So, it kind of reminds me of the way David Lynch and Mark Frost might be making up shit or whatever, but they're using real elements. That's kind of what my vision was, right? Yeah, I'm just more worried that there might be something that's really thin, or you might aggravate something, or find something that's a little out of your league, or something bad happening or you get injured so I mean that is territory to be careful with. I guess I mean I, there is some there is some fear in going in or whatever but I feel like I'm supposed to man and uh, I feel like it's just the right thing to fucking do and I just I had forgotten about the double R burning down in 2000 or whatever. I actually thought it was right after they had filmed Twin Peaks uh, Fire Walk with me, but I guess there was that whole eight-year dividend, right? Um, yeah, I was unaware of that until you told me, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of weird. I thought it was weird that a real Laura Palmer would exist in a place that would be in a real black lodge that doesn't exist? Yeah, I definitely put that on your weird file. <laughs> well, it's not like every, it's pretty much following suit with everything else.
And guys out there, you know, I, I'm going to put this show out because I want to record this shit, you know, and thank you for being a part of this C2, you know? Yeah, not a problem. Well, I'm going to call it, I'm going to stay in Twin Peaks for a week. I don't know if I'm going back and then coming back or what, but I'm going to call you on that night. Okay, well, I'll my ears on. All right, well, thanks for the heads up, dude. And uh, I will talk to you in a bit. All right, take it. So basically, this whole trip was for naught because I got in an argument with C2 after that. I don't even have that on the footage or the recording. And um, it took about two months for me to get the balls back up to go back. <laughs> I talked the mortician into it. I was like, C2 wasn't into it. You're going to hear the end of C2 before he left. And you're going to hear this part about me being looking for the Black Lodge. Uh, the actual recording of me out at the foothill of this mountain. It is real. Um, <laughs> the mortician followed me down. You can hear him yelling at me all drunk telling me not to go down there, wherever I was. And I'd found this kind of like cut in the mountain. I went down this little channel and it felt weird. And uh, I didn't see nothing. I didn't see no smoke or weird entrances or anything like that. Um, <laughs> kind of bizarre, man. And uh, I disappeared. I don't know what happened to me. I don't remember nothing. All I remember is I woke up uh, on the side of the Mississippi River. <laughs> about 2,000 miles away. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> you want to talk about scary? <laughs> That's why I didn't want to put this episode out, man. Because it's fucking fucked up. And anyway, man. I called uh, the mortician from Alton. Alton, Illinois. Don't know how I got there. He was fucking pretty concerned. <laughs> um, I had been gone for pretty much about a week. Uh, he said no one was looking for me anymore, so it didn't matter. And after about 30 minutes of deliberation, I decided I'm going to stay out here, dude. There's a reason I'm here. So I decided to go ahead and stay on the Mississippi River. You're gonna hear the following recordings of the rest of the shit. It's fucking eerie. And then the mortician's gonna jump on at the end with us. Slim evil eye. And we can laugh about it now, but we do know it happened. And I really didn't have an explanation of what had happened to me in between the time. I really couldn't even tell you, man. I couldn't even tell you. You can hear I lost this fucking recording right here. But technically I'm arguing with C2. And he's about to leave the show. Alright, here it is. No, here, right now. And if you're going to do that to me here on this thing, which is probably the biggest fucking thing I've caught since I've been on the show. 
then I really don't need you, dude. And you can go do what you want to do, and that's fine. We can separate, and I'd rather just materially separate like that. You know, then uh, you are stressed out about this thing. I'm stressed out about you being stressed out about it and making me paranoid than I need to be. And uh, not listening to me. So, that's what I feel like. I will take your offer to end this relationship. I'm going to hang up and actually sever contact. Good luck and goodbye. I will not hear a single one of your calls. <laughs> well, there you have it, guys. So then it cuts out again. And then I get down to the base of the mountain. I get C2 back on the horn before she leaves for good, for good. She's still trying to talk me out of fucking going before she finally left and just got sick of my shit. Here it is. C2, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I know it's been a bunch of shit that's happened today. I know it's been fucked up, man. And I'm, I'm sorry about that fucking shit earlier. I don't know what happened. I just felt like this energy source after we ate and da-da-da-da. And But I'm using the fucking little electro thingy. I'm at the uh, the foot. Uh, the, where I'm getting the signal is right at the bottom of little Psy, actually. And there's no 12 fucking sycamore trees. And just for the record... That place, Glassenberry Grove on there, where they actually do enter the Black Lodge, is not here. That's in Southern California. Did you know that? No, I didn't, but you need to get the fuck out of there. Well, I'm going to find this fucking thing, dude. And, uh, it is dark as fuck. The fucking batteries are out on the fucking flashlight. Slim doesn't want to. He's been arguing me. Oh, here he comes. Fuck. Hold on. What the fuck, man? I, I don't know. No, dude. What's up? Adam. Don't go there. Adam. Yo, man. I got a signal. This is what I do, man. I do shit like this. I'm going to find this motherfucker. Dude, turn around. I, he is yelling at me. It's fucking stressful, Adam. dude. Adam, the batteries are dead. You know what this reminds me of, dude? That one time when we were in Colorado and... Adam! Adam! Adam? Adam! Come back! Adam, are Come you there? there. Adam! 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 Hey! Hello! Hey, Adam! Adam! Hey! Adam! Adam? Dude, Adam, are you there? Hello? Hey, Adam! Hello? Hello? For fuck's sake. We'll be right back.
Now back to the show. One, two, Now back to the fucking show. 
Hell of a show, huh, Mortician? Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I found a fucking Black Lodge, and you're the only proof I got, man. Yeah. Well, you think you got proof? I thought I had proof, but I didn't believe in it, man. I did not believe in it. It's fucking weird, too, because when I was in there, I don't remember ever being in there, dude. I didn't see no fucking shit off the TV show Twin Peaks or nothing. No dancing midget, you know, no crazy shit. Didn't see Laura Palmer. I don't remember seeing anything. All I remember is waking up on this fucking bank in Alton, and then I called your ass long distance. Uh, mortician? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, who calls me when they're still alive, right? Well, I guess C2 was right, though, right? I mean, he, she had fucking reason to be scared, you know, or whatever. It didn't really want to have anything to do with it. You heard it. Um, but I lost a lot of the actual dialogue, and it just, I just got the tail end of, of uh, C2 leaving for good, man. That kind of sucked. Yeah, that was really intense because, like, I never thought I was going to talk to you again, let alone anybody that was working with you. Yeah, I know they had the whole state looking for me. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they are now. Even the feds, Even the feds yeah. Yeah, the fucking feds, man. So, you know, shit's real. Um, I definitely believe in uh, the ability to end up through a portal and... You know, I believed in portals before that, you know that, but to actually go through one and come out. And then by the time I got here, I was like, I think I'm going to go to Carbondale. <laughs> and I'm just going to live there for a while, you know? Damn. That was weird. It's. It, I don't know, but it made for a great fucking episode, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy, man. My favorite part of the episode... Don't go down there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. I could hear you. I was like, I was going to turn back, man. And right when I was getting ready to turn around, dude, because I thought I was at a dead end. And that's it. I, I'm pretty sure that it was like a dead end. I didn't see anything else there. You'd already gone through it. You went through the fucking portal because, dude, it, it wasn't just no, like, I was calling for you. It was, like, hours and hours of screaming and yelling and, like, having everybody out scouring and looking for you. And then, and we're done. They just, at one point, they're just, they called it off. Yep. They were like, he got attacked by a grizzly cocksucker. Or some shit. We'll find him in 30 years. We'll find his decomposing corpse. The decomposing corpse of the mad cartoonist. <laughs> awesome. So that's the truth. Hope you fucking enjoyed it. I'll be sending out episodes from the Mississippi River from now on. I figure the Black Lodge, I figured it was real. And then uh, I found out it was. I can't prove it to you, man. All I can tell you is the mortician doesn't lie. But whatever. Portalization is real, man. I was teleported, some bullshit. 
but there are points in that mountainside that I was correct about. C2 knew it was true. And I don't blame C2 for leaving for good. And I really need a co-host that really has balls. <laughs> Which C2 doesn't have anymore. No offense. But I really need someone to fucking be there. If I'm, you know, you don't want to do a show half-assed, dude. And you gotta be ballsy, man. Nonetheless to say, I've heard plenty of people say they were glad C2 left and that it was my fucking show again. So here it the fuck is. The Lost Files. Doesn't sound like Anthrax, huh? <laughs> I guess they were doing the Black Lodge song. Anyway, I'll see you guys next time. And, uh... Here's a preview from uh, the next show, since I'm going to do previews now. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Who's That Mortician? With Slim Evil Eye. <laughs> it's two minutes to midnight. You're listening to Adam Air MD GED. Oh. Listening to Adam Air MD, GED, Underground Cartoon Therapy. Happy Friday, 13th, son of a bitch.